0: The Sit with Warriors podcast originated with the concept of simply that. The idea of when you sit with warriors, the conversation is different. And when someone put it to me that way, I really sat and reflected on how many incredible women, women warriors, leaders, heroines, mentors, badass women that I think would be incredibly inspiring for others to hear from. So we put forth this podcast in the hopes of sharing stories of authenticity, and of of inspiration. All the guests I have on the podcast will share with you real and authentic stories of love and life and laughter, of moments of transition, of moments of triumph, of those moments of aha, and perhaps some of the lowest. But they're all here to share and for us to sit together. So I ask, will you share with us
1: and sit with us Today, we sit with Deborah. I want to thank our resident stargazer, Deborah for sitting with us again today for another amazing episode. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So today we are diving into a new topic, which is the elements. You had told me that our sun sign episode was really popular.
2: And Mm -hmm. so what we're going to do now is we're just kind of going to deepen and solidify our understanding of the 12 signs Mm -hmm. and hence of ourselves and others. We already talked about the planets as the days of the week, and I think that was also really, really key because a part of that is rulership. So we know that each of the 12 signs of the zodiac have a planet who is the ruler, which is also an important key to understanding the meaning of those signs. But this is just going to add in another layer. Every one of the 12 signs is assigned an element and a mode that are really, really descriptive of sort of like the essential nature of the sign. So again, it's just kind of helping us move away from the simple sun sign only astrology and giving us a deeper understanding, hopefully, of the nature of the signs, but then also how that works out for you. Just like we tune into the seasons of the year, I always like to think that we tune into the astrological seasons, of which we have 12, not four. A few days ago we moved into Scorpio season when the sun moved into Scorpio and right away it kind of gives us a sense of some of the differences in the cosmic weather and a lot of that is tied to what we're going to talk about today which are the elements and the modes and how those are in the sign. I'm not a math person first of all (laughs) but there is always this kind of nice symmetry to the way that the chart is laid out. And with the elements and the modes, we have that number 12, which is the number of signs of the zodiac. And then we get into our threes and fours. So we know that three times four is 12. The first one we're going to talk about are the elements. And they're sometimes called the triplicities, but the elements is much easier to sort of get a handle on and comprehend. But the reason they're called the triplicities is because there are going to be three signs in each of the four elements. So Again, kind of back to that whole geometrical significance of the number 12. So I think for most of us, we already know what the elements are. We speak about the four elements. So we have fire, earth, air, and water. And of the 12 signs, there are going to be three of the signs that are assigned that element. So that's it, super simplistically. When I first started learning astrology, which was a long, long time ago, I know for me anyway, this elements piece, it really just clicked. Like it just made so much sense to me. And I'm not sure if that's because it kind of brought it down to sort of a physical, real world level. But it's just so ingrained that I can't even think of one of the signs without immediately making that connection to their element. I mean, another way we can tune into that is if we think of of the four elements of, you know, fire, earth, air, water is spirit body mind emotions and and even the tarot is you know connected to the elements in that way the four suits Mm
1: -hmm. of the
2: tarot directions you know the four directions Mm -hmm. on our compass there's just so many ways that this really integrates
1: And I think a lot of listeners will resonate with that concept for sure. We'll start where we always
2: start, which is at the beginning of the Zodiac with the sign of Aries. And then we're also going to see how this pattern, this really nice three, four pattern repeats itself. So the first sign of the Zodiac is Aries. And so we're going to start with the first element in the Zodiac, which is fire. And so for fire, right away, I already mentioned that kind of realm of spirit, the word inspire or inspiring is kind of key to those three signs. There's a certain dynamism, they're bold, passionate, there's leadership with fire signs, there's a warmth, I mean, right away, fire, warmth, there's a generosity, and there's just that enthusiasm and confidence. So the fire signs have all of these things in common, even though, as we know, when we've gone through, there are things that, set them apart from each other, but they certainly all share the commonality of those traits and the temperament that are connected to the element of fire. Every single thing we've talked about in astrology, there's always the high and the low. So we might just mention the low octave. So if you had a dominance of fire in your chart, meaning that you had a lot of planets that were in signs where the element of fire was was ruling, it could create a little bit of a kind of a domineering, bossy, know-it-all type of energy. The way that it, it works, again, is just this nice symmetry with the threes and the fours. So then... We're going to move to our next sign, which is Taurus in the zodiac. After Aries comes Taurus, and that takes us into the element of Earth. And then that repeats so that we have Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn as our three Earth signs. So we're mm-hmm. now talking about the realm of the body, right? Earth, yep. the physical, the pentacles would be the suit. For the the element of fire, it would be the wands. For earth, it's the pentacles. Mm -hmm. Um, And so right away, it brings a lot of things to mind. Again, it just makes sense, right? Earth, Mm -hmm. practical, reliable, grounded, realistic in the physical world, liking structure, security and stability being things that would be important to those earth signs. Mm -hmm. There's just kind of that sort of solid, enduring quality that brings reliability, A low octave expression of that could be materialistic, unimaginative, too much of all that. We've moved from fire, Aries, Earth, Taurus. The next one is Gemini. So Gemini Mm -hmm. is the first of our air signs. And it's joined by Libra and Aquarius. And now we're into the realm of the mind. So the tarot would be the swords. Air energy is mental. It's expressive. It's social. It is about thoughts and communicating, very much about sharing ideas and conversation, curiosity, being kind of drawn to information. Just think of like brainstorming. That's a Mm -hmm. very air quality. And low octave might just be living too much up in your head or having to take those great ideas up in the mental realm, but needing to bring them into tangible form. So then the last element is water. First water sign follows Gemini's Cancer. So our three water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So we're into the emotional realm and the suit of cups. So the Mm -hmm. water element is very much about our feelings. So it's intuitive, it's more inward, very emotionally connected. There's an empathy there, sensitivity, kind of that need to nourish, protect. And the motivation being feelings and kind of leading with your heart versus leading with your head which would be more of an air element and there's also creativity that's part of that and the lower octave would be being too sensitive or defensive or a little unstable escapism tendencies those kinds of things but again we're just looking
1: for that balance so that's it really I mean quite simple right in a nutshell but definitely gives a lot of clarity and you can see how there is a similarity between the signs when you think of them like that
2: for me, I think those elements really helped me get a sense of a person's energy. Like, are they presenting as kind of fired up and enthusiastic and outgoing? Are they more solid, grounded, moving maybe a little slower? Do they talk a lot? Do they use their hands when they talk? Or do they talk about their feelings? And so it's, it's just really, really interesting and really telling about the signs and just kind of rounding out your whole understanding of what it, where do these sun signs come from? Like where are these meanings coming from? It's just layering on an
1: element of that. I was thinking knowledge is power, right? It's the idea of when you have a better understanding of the people you deal with, or the individuals you deal with, you're able to then I think be more empathetic, but also be more open, you know, you're more open to their personality traits, their characteristics, their journey, their healing work, when you have a better understanding of part of their foundation.
2: So the next one that we'll talk about, this one is not maybe as well known. I think for most people, again, you kind of get a sense of the elements, but this one is called the modalities or the modes where the the elements might be indicative of temperament. Mm -hmm. The modes are more about your approach to life, sort of your MO. So we divided them into four groups of three for the Mm -hmm. elements. And then we're going to do the opposite with these. There are three modes that will be divided into four each. So going back to when I was learning astrology, for me, the elements, I got it right away. Clicked in, made sense. But this one I struggled a little bit with. So what helped it make sense to me is when I started relating the three modes to the seasons or the times of the year. Before we get into the signs, I'm just going to briefly go through the three, and then we'll bring them into the signs to make sense of it. The first mode is called cardinal. And again, we would start with the first sign of the zodiac, which is Aries. The sign of Aries in the northern hemisphere is the beginning of the new season of the spring equinox. It's about spring. It's about beginnings. If we think of it as it's the beginning of a new season, it's got that sort of starting fresh that newness to it you know that ties in with what it means to have a cardinal sign i just wanted to make that connection with seasons and then so we move from cardinal which would be aries to fixed, that would be taurus and fixed is when the season has really settled in the equinox started with cardinal that's the beginning that's those little seeds being planted then fixed is that time of year when we settled right in, which Taurus is. Taurus is when spring has really settled in. That's when things are starting to bloom. Then the next one is the third mode, which is called mutable. And mutable takes us to that time when we're in between seasons. It's related here to the sign of Gemini. It's when spring is kind of waning, but summer's starting to roll in. We're not really sure, it's kind of both seasons, it's got that sort of mutable energy. And that cycle is just gonna repeat itself again, just like the elements do. So we go through cardinal fixed mutable, which is Aries, Taurus, Gemini. And then we go to the next grouping, which would take us into the summer solstice Mm -hmm. and the first sign of summer in the Northern Hemisphere in the sign of Cancer. And so it just repeats tied to the seasons. There are going to be four cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. And they all coincide with the change of the season at the solstice and the equinox. Think of those little seedlings sprouting and shooting up. It's about starting things, being really good at lurching forward, having initiative, kind of breaking new ground, being a good starter. So the cardinal signs are all going to be reactive and they respond quickly to things and they like getting things started. Now, the lower octave or vibe of that would be maybe having trouble with follow through. So this is your ideas person, but maybe not the ones that are going to actually see those ideas through to completion, but they're going to have the good energy going in. You can probably already guess because there are 12 signs, each sign has its own unique imprint of an element and a mode going back to our first sign, Aries, we know that Aries is a fire sign. And now we know that it's a cardinal sign. Well, it's the only cardinal fire sign in the zodiac. So it really gives you that good clue to Aries now. It's about fire, think of a spark, you know, you're just going to light that throw that match on boom, starts up Aries action beginning add in the ruling planet of Mars which we know is the fire the warrior then you've really got that good deep rich sense of what the sign of Aries is all about let's go on to fixed so when again we were talking seasonally fixed is when the season has really settled in four fixed signs of Taurus when spring is really embedded Leo you know talk about the dog days of summer in August scorpio is your fall month we're in that now in november you know when the leaves have fallen trees are bare and then an aquarius is winter fixed is stability it's when that tree has grown this is an oak tree this is solid it is not bending there's a stability there there's continuity there's strength this is your accomplished thing so the fixed times are going to bring us that steady energy they've got staying power you can rely on them they're going to follow it through when it can get into the lower octave is stubbornness and just resistant to change so if we go to Taurus which is our first fixed sign but also an earth sign so you know that Taurus has that reputation for stubbornness for really you know digging in their heels also on the plus side of being able to endure and be persistent But fixed Earth is going to be a different energy than, say, fixed fire, which is what you get with Leo. So let's move on to mutable. So mutable is the last of the modes. Mm -hmm. And we've gone from Aries to Taurus to Gemini. Gemini is our first mutable sign. And the four Mm -hmm. mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces. So you get one in every element, just like with the others, got Gemini would be our mutable air, Virgo's immutable mutable earth, Sagittarius is mutable fire, Pisces is mutable water. They're unique signatures. Mutable is going to be the palm tree. So you know when you see those hurricanes on TV, on CNN, the palms, they can sway, they can practically bend backwards, upside down, whatever, and they're not going to break. They can withstand that. That's what they're made for. The mutable signs are really good at going with the flow they're adaptable they like movement they like change so where our fixed sign likes predictability and stability the mutable signs are the opposite they like change and they get bored easily so change it up kind of that jack of all trades they often have lots of different things that they're good at and they like i said need to change it up or they get bored now a low octave of that energy could be being a little scattered or disorganized or having commitment issues, those kinds of things might come through on mutable signs. Another thing I did with a teacher that I had once, I thought it was a really cool little exercise. She said, if the cardinal signs are coming to a party, they're going to be early. Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Your fixed signs will be on time. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. The mutable signs are going to be late. Gemini, <laughs> Virgo, Sagittarius,
1: Pisces. I think our listeners can totally resonate with that for sure. If
2: we're looking at charts, then that's absolutely something that we look at. If I'm doing a chart, the software program is going to do it for me. It's going to tell us what is the balance of how many planets are in cardinal fixed immutable and how many are in fire, earth, air and water and just see what's the mix look like. Because that in itself can be quite telling if you look at someone's chart. Are they pretty balanced? Most of the time they do tend to be balanced, but sometimes not. You know, sometimes you will have a preponderance of one element. And it gets particularly interesting then when you look at your big three, which would be your sun sign, your moon sign, and your ascendant. So if you look at the element and the mode for those signs, that can give you some clues too. Just by the name of my Instagram handle of triple fire, astro, well, people will know that means that my sun... My moon and my ascendant are all in fire sign.
1: Wow. Very cool.
2: So if we look at your chart, so you've got a Gemini sun, so that's air. And you have a Taurus moon, which gives you earth and a Virgo ascendant, which is more earth. And then you just add in some of those modes again. So Gemini is mutable air and Taurus is fixed earth and Virgo is mutable earth. We look at the ruling planets. Well, Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo. So that gives you kind of a dominant Mercury, which we've talked a little bit about before. You know, often people are wanting to know like the common things are about career path and relationships and stuff. So if we look at the midheaven on the chart, by knowing the element of the midheaven, it can tell you a lot. Say if you had a uh, Gemini on your midheaven, well, that means that you like variety and you're probably good at lots of different things. And it really starts to kind of bring it all together. If a medical astrologer is looking at your chart and they're kind of assessing your constitution, they are going to put emphasis very strongly on the elements and assigning a certain weight to some more than others. So again, probably the big three, like the moon is really important in medical astrology, that's your body, then that would tell them about your constitution. So, you know, again, if you have too much fire in your chart, well, that's going to indicate, you know, maybe you need to cool it down a bit as simple as hydrating. So there's lots of different ways you can work with this and kind of bring it into your whole understanding of the, the
1: nature of the signs. This is really helpful, like it's very helpful knowledge, because Again, like you said, when you understand people's constitution or a little bit more their foundation or their fundamentals, whatever dialogue you want to use, I think it just makes us better humans. Seasonally,
2: I always like to say there's 12 seasons in astrology, not four. So, so just mm-hmm. that shifting gears of season is significant. So when you go from an air... Season, like we just did recently of Libra into Scorpio, which is water. Oh, but it's fixed water. So then you think, hmm, still water runs deep, maybe ice. It's just another way to kind of get a sense of feel a way to
1: be in tune with the cosmic weather that's going on. I love the fact you do chart readings for um, individuals as well as even you have done some for our listeners and I want to remind everybody that if they have any questions or they would like a full chart reading or even a little chart reading on air. To send in their information, you can send it to us directly through our Instagram or through some of our handles that we'll have tagged or directly through Deborah. And again, we always love hearing from our listeners and appreciate all the feedback as well as inquiries. I
2: think we do have it kind of on the horizon to be doing a few listener charts soon. And then we'll focus a little bit more now that some of our listeners are aware of it on the elements and the modes.
1: Well, I want to thank you again for your time, effort, energy, and for sharing with us today. It's always a pleasure to sit with you and I send you love and light.